Merry Christmas, friend. I am so proud of you for listening to this podcast today. As you are making an intentional choice to fix your heart on Jesus, the one we are supposed to be celebrating this time of year. My hope and prayer is that this would be an encouragement to you and remind you that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. Help me spread this message by sharing it with your friends and family on social media, and also by clicking the button to text this episode to them. We both know we could all use something that would help us focus more on celebrating that Jesus came instead of getting caught up in the crazy of this time of year. This Advent study is brought to you by Online Women's Bible Study and Online Women's Retreat. If you are looking to grow in God's Word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. This is the perfect time to join because we are doing some special things for Advent, including giving the PDF version of this study away to our members. Finally, this January is the next Online Women's Retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. Now let's get started with focusing our hearts and minds on the one who came for all. For All, Day 17, The First Seven Days with Melanie Dale. Today we're going to take some creative freedom with a Christmas story. There's nothing written in those days between Jesus being born and him being circumcised. While nothing is mentioned, we can use our imaginations, knowing Mary was a woman who had just had a baby, even if he was the Son of God. I can remember the first time I tried to nurse my four-pound preemie son in the hospital. I was a brand new mom with zero baby experience. I wish I could picture what Jesus' life was like during his first week on earth, but honestly, I can't. First, because it's Jesus, and no precedents have been set for saviors being born human. Second, my son spent his first week in the NICU, hooked up to beeping things, so I'm not sure what all goes on in the first week of a new human's life outside of the short visits I was afforded to hold him with sterilized hands. No, when I try to visualize those first moments after Jesus' birth, I don't actually think about Jesus. Rather, I think about his very human mom. I don't know about babies, but I know about mothering and perhaps some of that of what Mary experienced. Prompt. Today is more imaginative than Bible study. What do you imagine that first week was like for this little family? Even as she held Jesus in her arms, her body continued to expel the remains of her pregnancy. The song Away in a Manger has it wrong when it claims no crying he makes. If you've ever been a present at a delivery, You know good and well there's some crying, and it's a good thing too. Crying means clear, healthy lungs, so we want to hear wailing. The first wail signifies to Mary that her work of labor and delivery was over, and her work of parenting was just beginning. A couple days later, her milk came in, and nursing was sweet relief to her engorged chest. And I wonder if it came easy, or if Mary spent those first few days trying to figure out a good latch to help Jesus receive the nutrients he needed. Did she call the La Leche League in panic or send Joseph or the innkeeper's wife to ask if she's doing it right? Did she beg God to please, please, please help him watch before she felt like her chest was clean, worn clean off? I spent that first week waddling around in those hospital mesh panties and pads as big as the twin-size mattresses. My body felt tender, like it had been pounded over with a meat mallet, and it hurt when I laughed. My son wasn't the Messiah, but he was my little miracle. 
born after a long battle with infertility. My mind hummed with the wonder of him. His tiny existence filled my heart to the brim, and I was all love and bodily fluids leaking out of every nook and cranny. The nurses, doctors, and well-wishers kept coming, and I simply wanted to cradle my child in my tired arms, just the two of us. How strange to think about our Savior needing Mary, his human mother. He lowered himself, coming down to dwell among us, allowing himself to need, completely helpless in his infant state. He was fully God and also fully relying on a first-time mother to breastfeed him, to clean his body, and to keep him safe. What a heady experience for Mary and Joseph. Question. What do you think of this idea that Jesus was a helpless baby? Have you ever considered this about him before? I remember the first rush of protectiveness I felt as a mother for my son. A car cut us off on the freeway and I yelled at the driver, baby on board, with the biggest mama bear growl I could muster. I felt the full weight of responsibility rest on me to make sure this child thrived and grew with his wobbly neck and soft spot on his skull. After the rush and activity of delivery, the emotions flooded over me on the days as the days passed. I wonder if Mary paused to let tears stream uninhibited from her eyes. Tears, laughter, all the emotions created by the very God she birthed, streaming out of her in a cathartic gush. I imagine Joseph tended her quietly, gently. There's a reason the Bible cloaks with mystery these interim days post-birth, pre-circumcision. The first week is for visceral healing, for rest, for gaining strength, for becoming a family. I think about this week before the world pushed in, before he was circumcised and presented at the temple, when they were a family of three. These precious moments together were for bonding. The cycle of Jesus having a need and Mary meeting that need created healthy neurological pathways in Jesus' brain. Together, they developed trust and love. We read so much about his public ministry on earth, but his time here began in private, alone with loving parents, receiving nourishment and protection. He arrived in the quiet in a whisper, needing his parents till he grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, Luke 2.52, completely prepared for all who needed him. Doer of the word, how can you apply what you've learned from the Lord today? I hope that was encouraging to you. Remember that Jesus came for all, but he also came just for you. It would be so helpful if you would leave a review of this show, plus share this with your friends and family. We want to encourage as many people as we can with this free Advent study. As a reminder, if you are looking to grow in God's word and community, you get a week free to try out being a member at OnlineWomensBibleStudy.com. Finally, this January is the next online women's retreat, and you do not want to miss out on this. Go to OnlineWomensRetreat.com to grab a spot if you want 2022 to be the year you found some serious freedom in Jesus, identified your purpose, and chased hard after His call for your life. I'll see you next time, friend. Bye.